Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following program has been paid for by the Weiner Wellness Clinic. The views expressed in this program are not necessarily those of KDKA or its parent companies. The information provided in this program is for general informational purposes only. Listeners are encouraged to consult with their health provider regarding their specific medical issues. It's time to get well naturally with natural health experts, Dr. Joseph Honigman, Dr. Gideon Orbach, and Jeffrey Nisnik. What an amazing hour we have for you. And it's a perfect topic, influenza. People just don't want to deal with you. You've heard reports. It's already here. It's underway. But we're going to help you if you're healthy, stay that way, the natural way. Dr. Joseph Honigman from the Weiner Wellness Center. He's got so many ideas, tips, and, of course, tricks and great supplements to keep you healthy. Let me just give you the number. You should call it now and say, I'd like to be a patient of this young man who does such an incredible job taking care of his clients. And, yes, you are a young man. I was wondering uh, yeah, about you, that. Me, the way you I look. Thinking, I was going to say, Rob, thank you so much. You look great. 412-922-WELL. 412-922-9355. I want you to introduce everybody let them know who you are because we always have those new listeners obviously drwiner.com to find out more what they do here at their craft and green tree location just a few miles from our wonderful radio station and then get right to it because this is a topic that is very timely doc good afternoon uh good afternoon rob a pleasure to be with you again and thank everyone i thank all of you for tuning in thank you I am a lifestyle and wellness-oriented doctor with over 26 years' experience as a chiropractor and approximately 40 years of experience in the natural health care field. I also hold a Master of Public Health degree from the University of Pittsburgh, and I use safe, natural, effective methods to get your body to work better and restore your health by addressing the lifestyle and environmental factors which are often the root cause of the problem. It is not a generic treatment to take away symptoms. My objective is health restoration, and the protocol is designed specifically for you as a unique individual. So, whether your goal is to optimize your already good health, review your supplement regime, or to address address the root cause of a chronic problem or disease such as diabetes, I can help you. To make an appointment with me, Dr. Honigman, Call the Weiner Wellness Center at 412-922-9355. The cost of my office visit is very reasonable. Once more, the number is 412-922-9355, and our Green Tree Crafton location is at 2419 Baldwick Road, and our website is drweiner.com. Now, to begin with, I want to thank all of you who came to our Winter Wonderland event and made it such a great success. The positive energy you brought was awesome, and it's you who truly make it special. As I've said before, everyone at the Weiner Wellness Center values your support, and we do not take it for granted. And that includes all of our patients, clients, and customers that have become like a village that values wellness and a positive lifestyle. And... I have a special announcement. 
We are continuing the great savings for today and this coming Monday with the vast majority of our high-quality supplements at that 30% savings. In addition, you can call and have it shipped to you. The 30% savings will include all of the supplements that I will discuss today, except for the Argentin Silver, which will be at 10% off, and the Elderberry Syrups, syrups, which will be at a 20% discount. Once more, our number is 412-922-9355. Now, let's get to today's topic, which is influenza, commonly known as the flu, and I will use the terms interchangeably. I spoke on this topic a few months ago. However, because so many nasty bugs seem to be circulating right now, I am once more going to talk about how to strengthen your immune system and how to help prevent getting the flu or shorten the length of time if you are already sick. Influenza, commonly known as the flu, is a contagious respiratory disease caused by viruses. It can result in a mild to severe illness, and it can even lead to death. Before I scare you, I want you to know that the flu is usually a 7 to 10 day illness with most people recovering completely without complications. However, the flu is not to be underestimated. The CDC estimates that so far this season, there have been at least 23,000 hospitalizations and 13,000 deaths And influenza peak season is just getting started. And this season is right now considered to be relatively mild. Now, if you think that it's bad, yeah, I I would agree with you. But let's look at a worst case scenario that took place approximately 100 years ago. It was the Spanish influenza pandemic of 1918 to 1919. And it killed at least 50 million people worldwide. The flu arrived the same time as World War I erupted in Europe, a war that would leave about 20 million people dead over four years. Now, considering, like, what are we talking about? That's 1916, 1917. That's a lot of people, 20 million people dead. But consider that in 1918, The flu would kill more than twice that number in just 15 months, greater than the total number of military and civilian deaths attributed to World War I combined. I don't know. I find that mind-blowing. Many people died rapidly after contracting this disease, sometimes within 24 hours or less, because the 1918 flu often progressed to pneumonia with those infected turning blue from lack of oxygen as they coughed up foamy blood and bled from their eyes, ears, and nose. (laughs) Not a nice way to go. And And once they got to that point, there was no turning back. The loved one had to just basically wait for the end. Yeah. Sad. Uh, It was very, very sad. Um, 24 hours after this turning into pneumonia. It's hard for me to imagine. But here's what's even more frightening because you're so plugged into health. Those folks back then had a great immune system because they basically lived, for the most part, they ate whole food, okay? Today, with all of the stuff that we eat, if this thing would ever happen again, 
the numbers would be staggering because our immune systems, the majority of the world today, are not working properly because of the lifestyle and the food that we intake every day. I agree with you 100%, Rob. You know That's uh, only because I've learned that from you. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> it's true, no, though. <laughs> the standard American diet is still the diet of choice for the majority of people. But, you know, I thought about it. And I thought, I said, well, why did it take hold so horribly in World War One? And I... And, and it, don't forget, this was the First World War. People were probably totally stressed out. Oh, right, horribly. So what does stress do to your immune system? It breaks it down. If I'm tossing mortars in your backyard every day, literally, where you have your children in your home, I can totally understand. Right, what and you're even so, even in the United States, where we weren't getting directly bombed, you, or how did you feel about having your 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 youngest child, or or, or maybe your whole family? You know, going over and fighting. That's very stressful for the whole family. Now, all of a sudden comes a new bug that's never been seen before. That stress level is paralyzing a lot of people's immune system. And next thing you know, you're 50 million people dead in the world. Staggering. So stress, diet, right? I always harp on those two things. There are other things as well. But those, of course, are two of the major influences on whether or not we stay healthy or we get sick. Now, sit Okay, go. we're going to take a break in about 30 seconds. But uh, folks, I want you to know we've got lots more to get to on this topic. So kind of summarize, then we'll take a break, Doc. Well, actually, what we're going to do is we're going to actually, at this point, move into the types of, of influenza and viruses that we didn't know existed back then. But listen, this is why you need to go see him, become a patient, get the supplements, get on a routine, especially for those of us that are a little older and stay well naturally with this program, Get Well Naturally. The best time to start, I would dial that number now and say, I'd like to be a patient of Dr. Honigman. 412-922-WELL, 412-922-9355. It's time to get well naturally with natural health experts, Dr. Joseph Honigman, Dr. Gideon Orbach, and Jeffrey Nisnik. All right, we're back. Dr. Honigman is going to pick up on influenza, the different types, Doc. Uh, thanks, Rob. So, you know, since that pandemic um, that killed 50 million people, we have learned a lot. And we now know that there are three types of influenza viruses that affect humans. It's kind of easy to remember because it's A, B, and C. So learn your A, B, and Cs. Um, However, there are many different strains for each one of these. For the current season, what's happening right now as I speak, it's mostly the influenza B, Victoria strain viruses that are causing the problem. Now, that's unusual for this time of year because typically most influenza B activity occurs towards the end of the flu season. However, the AH1N1 viruses are the next most common in current circulation, and they are now increasing in proportion relative to other influenza viruses in some regions. So why is this important? Because right now, the only thing you're hearing me say is H1N1, and there's a vitamin, there's a vitamin, there's an influenza A, there's an influenza B, and there's an influenza C virus. So I'm going to try to put it into a little perspective for, you know, what we need, what you need to know now. First of all, is there a big difference in the symptoms between the virus that's in um, circulating in the highest uh, quantity at this, at, at this time? which is the influenza B virus or the AH1N1 virus. Well, no, not really. 
Although influenza B is sometimes considered milder, you might read that somewhere, than influenza A, that's not always the case. Influenza B can be just as severe and as contagious. And the symptoms include coughing and sneezing and fever and fatigue and body aches, all very similar to the A virus. However, unlike influenza A, influenza B is only spread from human to human and cannot infect animals. Well, that kind of surprised me that actually humans can infect animals. I knew that some animals can infect humans, but it can go the other way. Uh, Apparently, in zoos or uh, animal reserves, uh, people have spread the virus to chimpanzees and other primates. And I imagine that it's even possible to give it to your dog. How Although you, that's that's how very know, unusual. How do you know if these animals have this disease? Just basically, no, they take they'll, they'll 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 do a virology test on them. Okay, <clears throat> like blood work then. Yeah, they're going to do blood work. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. <clears throat> and the same thing because uh, they're cured. Believe me, these uh, epidemiologists, these infectious disease experts, MDs, they want to know because. There can be a serious kind of walking dead scenario. I'm going to get to that. Because you're in the science, and I learned so much being in this uh, seat with you across from you on KDK Radio every week. Could there ever be another pandemic of this proportion? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're always looking for that new new one, that new pandemic. And we're going to get to it a little bit later. But what happens is that there are even bacteria, two different types, totally different types that can exchange DNA in a puddle of water, creating a whole new species, that if it turns out to be very virulent, we have no defense for that. Our immune system, as it exists now, does not know how to handle it. So we have to hope that it doesn't kill us and that enough of us survive, or we survive, long enough for our immune system to figure it out. So that you've heard of like antibiotic resistant bacteria, yeah, and yeah. antibiotic res- and and well, that's because we've polluted our bodies with uh, antibiotics. If we get a sniffle, we don't let Mother Nature run its course, and our regular uh, immune system take care of it. We rush right away to the physician, our family physician, and say, you know, hey, give me a whatever, amoxicillin, penicillin, whatever, a Z pack, and we do that all too often and too much to where that we a lot of these things have developed now. Absolutely, these things are are intelligent. Now, we used to think that they had no intelligence. But what do you call it when they learn how to evade our immune system? And adapt. And adapt. Right. You know, to me, that's pretty smart. And you know where I learned a lot of this from? And you brought up such a good point about animals. Dr. Michael uh, Hutchinson, who I hosted a show with for years, a veterinarian. He talked about this exact same stuff. So, And he was a man of science. So you two are obviously plugged in. <laughs> good to know. Good stuff. Anyway, go ahead. All right. So... Uh, let's get back to the different versions of influenza. There are A, B, and C. And uh, the B right now is the one circulating the most. There are different versions of influenza A. The current subtypes are of influenza A right now in the United States are the H1N1 and the H3N2. And if you have an interest in this, these are the two you should become familiar with. 
See, the H3N2, if you hear that circulating, that's not a good thing because it's historically been among the worst of the influenza. And it was very prevalent the past two years. Now, the traditional flu vaccine, you knew I was going to get to this, the traditional flu vaccine uh, called the trivalent vaccines are made to protect us against influenza A, H1N1, influenza A, H3N2, and the influenza B virus. So, because these are the types of influenza viruses that the vaccine is supposed to protect against, it would seem that the current vaccine will be more effective this year compared to last season. Now hear this, listen to this. When the overall effectiveness of the flu vaccine was only 29%, because it didn't protect against the flu virus that appeared later in the season. However, you know, there's no guarantee that a similar scenario will not play out later on in this season, since we are really only in the beginning of peak season. And unfortunately, because different strains of virus flu circulate, it's possible to catch the flu twice in one season. Why? Because there are multiple strains of viruses circulating at any one time. So getting sick with one strain won't necessarily protect you from a different strain. Although there is good news. It is relatively uncommon to get the flu twice in one season. And hopefully you do not win the misery lottery. (laughs) So how do you know it's the flu? The flu usually comes on suddenly, resulting in a rapid onset of fever or feverish chills. It's common, but not everyone with the flu will have a fever. You can get a sore throat. I think that's very common with a productive or a non-productive cough. Other symptoms include a runny or stuffy nose, muscle or body aches and pains. Muscle aches and weakness are prominent symptoms of an influenza infection. That fatigue, that general malaise that I get when I get sick like that. Headaches often behind the eyes. And some people may have vomiting and diarrhea, although that is more common in children than in adults. Now, when I've gotten the flu, it was a very rapid onset. It seemed like I was fine one day. I wake up the next day and I'm miserable with aches and pains and uh, throughout my my body's muscles and quite frankly that next day i don't even want to get out of bed here's the good news the influenza virus peaks approximately 48 to 72 hours after infection and declines slowly so once contracted you can infect others beginning one day before the symptoms and up to five to seven days after being becoming sick so we're really talking about you know a few days being totally miserable and then four to five being relatively miserable but you know you're getting better starve a cold feed a fever plenty of liquids all that good stuff what do you think the best way and we got 30 seconds the best way just to take care of yourself naturally while at home in sick bay I mean, you need lots of sleep. You got to drink plenty of your fluids. You should be taking some supplements that I'm going to be talking about. Um, uh, keep your stress level down and, and eat a whole foods plant-based diet. There you go, folks. Pick up the phone. Make the call. Be one of his patients and get headed down that right path. And what better time of year than right now heading into the new year? And a lot of those Winter Wonderland products, those savings are going to continue for the first part of next week. 412-922-WELL. 412-922-9355. The following program has been paid for by the Weiner Wellness Clinic. 
It's time to get well naturally with natural health experts, Dr. Joseph Honigman, Dr. Gideon Orbach, and Jeffrey Nisnik. What is its symptoms, uh, natural progression of the disease, possible complications, how does it spread, all of that. We're going to get to supplements you can take, influenza. But so somebody calls and says today, you know, maybe they're not even dealing with some of the things we're talking about, but they want to be healthy to start the new year, Doc. They call you 412-922-WELL, 9355, say they want to be a patient you can basically start the new year off by giving them a game plan. Is that not correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like I say in the beginning, I'm going to make it specific for them. We're going to go over their particular history and we're going to look into what could be the major uh, blockage to their optimal health. Is it nasty microbes that have invaded your body? And believe it or not, uh, a lot of them do. Uh, is it environmental toxins? Uh, could it be food sensitivities or food allergies? Could your diet be better? Could we make improvements in that? And what about your stress level? It could be all five. It could be two or three. What we'll do is we'll try to find out what your weak areas are and then put together a game plan around that. And possibly just from your history alone, I will be able to come up with a, a, a great plan for you. We may need to do additional testing. I have available to me both conventional lab testing and functional medicine lab testing. So come uh, get off in, in the new year to a, to a great start. Make an appointment with me, Dr. Honigman, 412-922-9355. All right, back to the topic. Yeah, so what we were talking about is uh, the possible complications that you can get if you actually con contract one of these nasty microbes. And in this case, it's going to be the influenza virus. Well, hopefully it's going to be a run-of-the-mill, if there is a such thing as a run-of-the-mill influenza virus, and you'll be better in seven days. You might be fatigued for another week or two, but then everything will be fine. But for some people, it can develop into bronchitis or pneumonia. Now, viral pneumonia is the most serious complication, and it can develop quickly. Remember when I was talking about the Spanish influenza, the Spanish uh, pandemic, and that for some people, that pneumonia, the, the virus progressed into pneumonia, and they died within 24 hours, you know, coughing up blood from their lungs and bleeding from their eyes, ears, and nose. Well, fortunately, in most situations, this is not going to be the case because it's not the type of pneumonia associated with the Spanish influenza. And even if you get pneumonia, it can resolve without treatment within a few weeks. Well, that's a few weeks of being miserable, just the same. But some cases are more serious and require hospitalization, and they can, it can even be life-threatening, even now. <clears throat> so how does it spread? In the United States, the virus is spread between people by airborne respiratory droplets. You cough, you sneeze, you breathe. Commonly, this occurs in late fall with peak activity from December. What month is this? December. And it, this peak season continues through early March. So we are in peak season and it's going to last until the end of winter. So now's the time to build up your immune system because it's so easy to get infected. You can inhale the virus carrying the droplets directly or you can pick up the germs from an object such as a cell phone or a computer keyboard or bathroom door handle and then you transfer them to your eyes, nose or mouth. So the take home message, keep your hands clean. 
Also, consider that the fine spray of a sneeze creates a cloud more than a half of million virus particles. Sneeze. A half a million virus particles. And the virus can live for hours on any hard surface where they settle. So, do your coworkers a favor, and if you have the flu, stay home, because it is very, very easy to spread this disease. Now, have you ever thought, I did this last time we were on the air, have you ever thought about how influenza virus can do so much damage so quickly? Well, I have, and this is what I've learned. The flu binds to cells, and once inside, the virus commandeers our cells to create its own viral proteins. In other words, it kidnaps our cells and forces it to do what it wants, which is what? Produce more of itself. Produce more influenza virus. Ugh. What can be more insidious than that? Thanks, but no thanks. Its goal is to produce as many copies of itself that then go on to attack even more cells, which then use them to create more of itself. It sounds like your typical zombie movie, right? You get bit, you turn into a zombie, you go out, first you bite your family, then they turn into zombies, and then they go out and turn other people into more zombies. So... Why is it so difficult for our immune system to recognize the invader and stop it before it takes hold? After all, if you've had the flu in the past, and most of us had, have, your body has already made antibodies to fight that particular strain of virus. So what do you think happens? Well, the virus can evade our acquired immunity by undergoing a random and spontaneous mutation resulting in relatively minor changes, but still forming a new strain of virus which can limit the power of our antibodies from attacking and killing the virus. And unfortunately, this happens frequently. Even worse, but thankfully less often, large and sudden mutations can occur. This may be the result of two different viruses now forming a more dangerous subtype. The new subtype may jump from one species to another, from an animal to a human. And this is a very dangerous situation because it could result in something unlike anything our immune system has ever encountered. Every infectious disease expert's nightmare is for a new virulent virus to jump from an animal, let's say a bird, to a human. But now, this is the what makes it really bad. That same virus now is able to spread from human to human. An example of this came from Asia, where an avian influenza, bird, uh, I guess it was called it was the bird flu virus. I think that might have been the common name. The H5N1, this was an H5N1 type virus, originated from infected birds and spread to humans. Now, a number of humans, if you remember, fell ill and died from that virus. But fortunately... The avian flu. The avian flu. But fortunately, it could only be transferred from bird to human. If that was transferred from bird to human, and then that same flu, that same strain from human to human, it would have been a pandemic. 
a really horrible pandemic. So what's the solution? Is it to be vaccinated? Now, my personal opinion is whether you choose to get vaccinated or not, you still need to take responsibility for your own health, building up your own immune system through superior lifestyle and nutrition, as well as as well as including some powerful uh, immune enhancing and viral fighting supplements, especially during this time of year. Remember, the flu is usually not a dangerous disease in a healthy individual. And if we are infected, it will soon be vanquished by a healthy immune system. Even the Center for Disease Control says most people with the flu will have a relatively mild illness and not need medical care or antiviral drugs. Now, it's not my purpose to tell you whether you should or should not get vaccinated. There are those who may benefit, and I can't predict whom that will be. You need to make that decision on your own. Listening to all the pros and cons, you will hear from differing viewpoints. However, in the short amount of time that we have left, I will provide you with some food for thought. Consider this. The flu is usually only caused by influenza A or B. But it has been estimated that there are approximately 200 different viruses that cause flu-like diseases and the flu vaccination will not be effective for them. And many of them may be circulating at the same time. Joel Furman, MD, says, as a result of the wide variety of viral strains, the flu shot covers less than 10% of the circulating viruses creating these illnesses. In addition, in the real world, the viral strains chosen for the vaccine simply cannot be an exact match and only a partial match is ever achieved. So how effective is the flu vaccine at actually preventing the flu virus? We may never know because it was the vaccine companies that funded many of the studies that found vaccination to be so helpful. In addition, Dr. Furman points out that when he wrote about this, almost all of the 15 members of the Center for Disease Control Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices who heavily promote vaccination have financial ties to the vaccine industry. Now, consider that even the CDC says it is not possible to predict with certainty if a flu vaccine will be a good match because experts must pick which flu viruses to include many months in advance in order for flu vaccines to be produced and delivered on time. It seems so far this year, at least in the beginning, we thought it was a pretty good match. I just recently saw a patient, however, who told me that several people who work at his office all got the flu, even though they had, been av- they had been vaccinated. In addition, remember the flu viruses are constantly changing, so it's not unusual for new flu viruses to appear within the course of the same flu season, resulting in the existing vaccine becoming much less effective. So we still might get that H3N2 virus in a few weeks even. Uh, I just heard that the on the news that there's a... Uh, um, they're no longer thinking that this is going to be a very mild season and that that vaccination is not going to be as effective as they once thought. All right, let's take a break. Okay. We'll come back and wrap up the hour. Got much more. Let me remind you, 412-922-WELL, 412-922-9355. 
It's time to get well naturally with natural health experts, Dr. Joseph Honigman, Dr. Gideon Orbach, and Jeffrey Nisnik. Our time is winding down on this amazing event, so let's get right back to Dr. Joseph Honigman. Doc. Thank you, Rob. Well, we're talking about the efficacy of the flu vaccine, and I want to uh, uh, talk about this right now. According to a report from the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, Vaccine efficacy during that severe 2017-2018 flu vaccine was estimated at just 36%. The predominant strain of influenza was that bad boy or bad girl, H3N2, and it killed and hospitalized more people in the United States than any other seasonal influenza in many, many decades There were over 80,000 deaths in the United States from that 2017-2018 flu season with, at best, the efficacy of the vaccine was 36%. The overall effectiveness of last flu season's vaccine was only 29% because it didn't protect against the flu virus that appeared later in the season. This means it was not effective 71% of the time. The more virulent strain, the H3N2, was present at a low level in the beginning of the season, and then its incidence started to sharply increase as peak season continued. And remember, there are several other respiratory viruses that circulate during the flu season, and they can cause symptoms and illness similar to those seen with the flu. The flu vaccination will not be effective for them. So, are there risks associated with the flu vaccine? The flu vaccine contains a mercury-containing compound called thimerosal as a preservative. Vaccine advocates insist that the amount is minuscule and that the type of mercury is not harmful. However, to get another viewpoint, I suggest you go to the website www.nvic.org. That's NVIC.org, which stands for the National Vaccine Information Center. And you can search facts about mercury, thimerosal, and and vaccines on your own and make up your own mind. In addition, known adverse reactions to the vaccine, according to the manufacturer, include joint pain, swelling of the lymph nodes, itching, inflammation of blood vessels, and allergic reactions such as hives and more. Now, as I said before... Each person needs to decide that risk-benefit ratio for themselves and their children because serious complications and even death from a viral illness or the flu can occur. We know that certain people are at greater risk of harm and death from the flu, and if you fall into one of those categories, then you may benefit a little bit from it, and it might be worth it. Unfortunately, last year, my brother, who qualifies as high risk, chose to get the vaccine and still got the flu or a flu-like illness, which then developed into bronchitis and then pneumonia. He got better, thank God. I guess one could argue he might have been worse if he didn't get the vaccine. That's not my take, but I'm sure there are others with a different opinion than mine. And there are those who may tell you that, you know what, I've actually avoided the flu because of the vaccine. What I do believe is that whether you choose to get the vaccine or not, you still will greatly benefit from building up your own immune system with a healthy diet and lifestyle, along with some key supplements. You know, my expectations every year are not to avoid getting the flu, although that would be nice, but rather to have a strong immune system so that I do not get one of the many viruses that are circulating 
And if I do, it will be a mild illness and not progress to a more serious disease. This is the time of year right now to start making that happen if you haven't already started. So what are my recommendations? First, get plenty of sleep, right? Everybody knows that, but you really do need to get a proper amount of sleep. When we sleep, our body heals. It repairs. It restores itself, resulting in our immune system, making more white blood cells and antibodies that then will attack viruses and bacteria. Most sleep experts recommend adults get between seven to eight hours of sleep every night. Next, eat a whole food plant-based diet, one that's going to be rich in fruits and vegetables and herbs and spices, because that's going to contain a multitude of antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals. And don't forget to drink clean water and add probiotics, the good bacteria to your diet. Now, here are my recommendations for key supplements. And remember, all of them, except the Argentan Silver and the Sambucus, are now on sale with 30% off, with free shipping if you spend greater than $100. And as I said before, the vast majority of our supplements are still on sale for that 30% off today and Monday. Let's start with Douglas Labs Mycosudics. Mycosudics Douglas Labs. These capsules contain powerfully active ingredients derived from 10 of the most healthful species of mushrooms that enhance the body's natural immune system. This is a wonderful product. Next, the original Sambucus standardized elderberry formulas. We have them for you. Elderberry is, works best if taken at the first sign of a respiratory illness. It helps prevent viruses from invading our cells. Pure encapsulations astragalus along with your Douglas Mycosudics and your elderberry. This is a hypoallergenic supplement containing only astragalus with standardized active ingredients in a hypoallergenic plant vegetarian capsule and nothing more. It is a remarkability to restore the functioning of a suppressed immune system. So this is a wonderful supplement. Pure encapsulations, astragalus. Nutritional Frontiers Immunomax is another one that is a wonderful supplement that you can stock up on now for 30% off. Zinc lozenges have been shown to reduce uh, symptoms by an average of two to three days. So that's a good uh, supplement. And last but not least, I'm recommending Argentin 23. This is a suspension of ultra-fine electrically charged silver particles in water that produce significant antimicrobial activity. This is incredible, but it's only at a 10% discount. Remember, the vast majority of our supplements are at 30% off all the ones I mentioned, except Argentin Silver and the Sambucus, which is at 20% off. I want to wish everyone a healthy and a wonderful new year and a great holiday season. This is Dr. Honigman. I'll talk to you next year. Right back at you, Doc. God bless. Thank you so much. Good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for me. And we'll do it again tomorrow morning, bright and early at 5 a.m. We've got lots more coming up today, live and local. Mr. Mangino will take you through the afternoon. Enjoy and have a great Saturday, everybody. This program has been paid for by the Weiner Wellness Clinic. The views expressed in this program are not necessarily those of KDKA or its parent companies. The information in this program is for general informational purposes only. Listeners are encouraged to consult with their health provider regarding their specific medical issues. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.